it up, get down. Get down. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I am one of your hosts, Julie Lindsay Hernandez, and I am here with my mom, aka Nana, and we'll be talking all things Real Housewives of Orange County, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the latest episodes. Thank you for joining us on this Friday night. Nana, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'll tell you, it's just been a fun, a fun day. Okay. Um, and I was going through stuff looking for more Christmas things because, gosh, you can never have enough. Yes. And I found this. <gasps> you found this wig. Yes. And I bought it because I was going to have Lucy B. share. And then Frankie was going to be Sunny. And <laughs> they go, who? So anyway, <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. Maybe next Halloween you can have. It would be so cute because Lucy's older and she's taller. I and thought it would be great. Frank is shorter, so you have basically. I know. I thought it'd be great. I can't believe people do this with. I mean, can have this long hair. I don't know how women do it. I know. It's. Well, I was making dinner and it was just everywhere. It's like, okay, tie it back. That's why they wear hairnets, right? Okay. It got uh, so, Fonda. Fonda right away was like Nana going for her share look. Hello I am. I am. Gina, hello to Jamie B. Oh, Palettes and look at everybody. Oh. April says hello. Nana looks gorgeous. Oh, you guys, that's so funny. I went downstairs just to see if Paul would recognize me or if he'd say, who is this woman in the house? He goes, could we use that wig later? I go, yes, we can. I can. Oh, honey, I can say that. He always falls asleep. Anyway. No, I know, but I am drinking this tea. So it was like a double blip. I put too much lemon in it. Oh, sorry. You're thinking of you in a wig with dad makes me barf. And sorry, lemon on my... Sometimes Lips. I forget who I'm talking to. No, I never do. No, you never do. Hello, Julie B. Hi, Jolene and Nana. Loving the wig, Nana and Jolene. Loving the tree and the window lights. Thank I you. love those window lights. Now, look at behind me. Okay, you can see, and it says, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I just got it yesterday. It's got the little Jeeps, like I like the little pickup trucks, I should say. I keep calling them Jeeps. And it says, a gift for you. Enjoy your gift. Best mom ever. Thanks for the laughs from Sherry Bowman. Sherry, thank you. Oh, I love it. Sherry. And I just wanted to set it there for our, I'm going to put it under the tree. Certainly. But I just well, thought that looked better Sherry than those. Gave me another string of lights. So Jamie oh. B gave me one. Sherry gave me one. These are going to be in my upcoming vlog. Miss me opening that up. And then Julie Got me some Ugg slippers. How do oh, I get these? <laughs> I, I love take it. Off. Take one off. Let's see. Oh, those are darling. So in my upcoming vlog, Miss, that I'll put uh, out tonight, um, I did some gift opening from people. So thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, also, no. oh my goodness, I forgot something. Okay. So me and Nana are going to try to keep this episode a little short. Me and Busy are going to be going live right after this at 6 p.m. Pacific. We'll be raising money for um, a family in need this holiday season, a fellow content creator at 90 okay. Day Fanatics on Instagram. And, oh, my gosh, I had <laughs> the link. I'm the worst. Um, I was like, I'm going to put the – I'm going to remember right. the darn link in um, the okay, And I want to pin it as well. What does um, that mean? Well, I want to pin it in the comments. So I got to grab it here. I know Fonda was kind enough to – No, that's fine. Yesterday, so now all I need to do is find where the hell I put it on my profile, pull it up. But in the meantime, the in between time, make sure you guys smash that like button. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Friday night. Hopefully, everyone's well. I love Fridays. Oh, and love Fridays. Friday, What's not to love. 
and me and Nana are here, and we're going to be breaking down um, episode nine of The Real Housewives of Orange County, season 15, and episode five of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, season one. If you haven't already, smash that like, give us a subscribe, and any money you were thinking of donating tonight or um, supporting the channel or Super Chats, if you could send it to the family we're raising money for, uh, there's a PayPal link, and I have it here somewhere. Um, I will try to pin it in the comments for you guys. That would be okay. most, most, most appreciated. Okay, copy link address. Nana, in the meantime, the in-between time, let's start with the Real Housewives of Orange County because a lot happened in this episode. Okay. And I know you got Nana notes. I do have Nana notes. Not, Yeah, not as detailed because I think it's better if I just kind of throw out an idea and then we expand from that. Plus I'm getting, I'm lazier. Anyway, um, I think it's more and, one, lazy. and yeah. one of the things like when you mentioned you're busy going on, is there a way I can send you some money and you could put it towards that because I don't do the PayPal yes. or anything? Yes, I will definitely do that. Okay. All right. I can send it to you and then, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that because I no sure worries. like to help somebody that's having trouble, um, especially this time of year, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh it's, yeah. I already gave some, so, um, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll send it on behalf of you and I'll put from Nana. So I just, okay, thank you. From Nana. So there's not any dead air. Can you get us into the real housewives? Of oh, Orange I County? sure can. I sure can. Let's go to Orange County. They're told that filming will be at a shutdown and they, we see all their reactions. And I love this because nothing seems to touch these gals. You know, they got money. They can buy them way out of things. They're, you know, I just, that's how I see them anyway. But mm -hmm. the idea of, okay, everything's stopping. So you're seeing their reactions. And Elizabeth is the worst. She's just got the smug look on her face. And oh. I just didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. It's like, and it, it just kind of goes into what each one is doing. So um, Elizabeth, smug. Gina's teaching her kids from home. Kelly's telling everyone it's just the flu. Don't worry about it. You know, we needed less Kelly's during this pandemic. Um, and then maybe people would have listened. Shannon's running around screaming. Nobody's listening. Nobody's following directions. Okay. Well, welcome. Welcome, Shannon. And we're seeing it when it's first starting. So I like that. I like because I, I know that feeling. We all do. Mm -hmm. um, and we can see like, oh, gosh, you know, I we were really kind of unsure on what to do because we were still in California and we were trying to get home at that time. And we're talking March. So um, none of them um, are, none of them that have children are used to spending this kind of time with their kids. No, they're not. And it's wearing on them. It's, it's wearing, wearing on, on them. them. And real quick, you guys, sorry to interrupt you, Nana. Um, no, it's fine. I pinned the link, so it's the first link you'll see when you pop into this live chat. If you want to give um, anything, if you were thinking about giving anything to the channel tonight, please put it toward that link in the PayPal description. It'll tell you everything you need to know about the family that we're giving to tonight, and then Busy and I later are going to be raising money as well. So feel free to give, give, give um, if you can, if you have it. If not, no big deal. Okay. That's so, right. If you have it, you know, and um, I don't know. know. I mean, anything is is acceptable as a, um, a charitable donation. Okay. And it's right. A write -off, right. I would say it's a write-off. I'm, I'm writing off the Catholic church. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> never I wrote mind. Off years ago. Okay. I don't want. Yeah. That's um, my own. Love uh, your, uh, Wendy Lynn is saying, mm -hmm. love your take on the soaps, Nana, or should we call you Nana 2.0? 
you know, I hear people say that. What does that mean, you guys? It's just the next level, the next generation of Nana 2.0. Oh, the upgrade, oh 2.0. Oh, I didn't, I never understood that. Okay, now I, yeah. I learned something new again. Um, anyway, so I think it's so interesting uh, what we were bringing up with the Real Housewives of Orange County. So what we're seeing is finally they're getting into the pandemic. After watching yes. this episode, I think this is the first episode of Orange County this season that was actually good. And it's because real things are happening and we're watching them react to it. Right. And I wish they would have just started straight away, got rid of anything they filmed before because it was a waste of time, a waste of space. Maybe do one episode before, maybe two, and then get right into this pandemic. Because right away we are seeing which housewives are dumb. And in my yeah. opinion, who and can handle them, it? Who can handle well, it? That's what we're seeing. Not only that, but people, we basically have uh, Elizabeth Vargas. I'm just, I'm at a loss for words after watching her in this episode uh, because she's basically a COVID denier. She's out here with conspiracy theories that it was made up by Big Pharma. And let me tell you, I'm as skeptical of Big Pharma as the next gal, but Elizabeth Vargas, slow Come your roll. I have so many opinions on this, Nan. I'm so sorry. I'm very No, throw it. Throw it out um, there. I love that. God with this BS of traveling when, and then of course you're going to get stuck in New York. And she's like, I didn't plan this. Yes, you did. The Yes, moment you, you left your daughter alone during a pandemic to go to your boyfriend, fiance, I don't care what he is. You haven't known him as long as you've known your kid. And I, I don't care if it's with his dad. This is a pandemic. We don't know what's going to happen day to day. She did not take it seriously. Um, she's obviously been, no. you know, uh, ridiculed for this because of these crazy things she said during the pandemic. And for me, the biggest thing that really is hard for me to grasp watching these episodes is these women are the 1%. I mean, some of them, I oh. think we're going to find out like we do about a lot of housewives, like we're finding out about Erica Jane, aren't as rich as they say they are. And there's money being moved around and loans taken out, but they're still in that upper echelon. They build these big houses, these big mansions, and then they feel like they're prisoners of it. You cannot oh. say this when you have people who are living out here in apartments and tiny homes and they don't right. have the space, don't have the money, we don't have the pools, we don't have the gated communities, we don't have all these things. And so, yes, obviously, like emotionally, you can feel a little bit of this. But why do these women, especially M, uh, especially Elizabeth Vargas, uh, she's like, I feel so trapped. You're on the beach. Oh, you have all the like, money in these houses. Knock it off. I am so tired. The people who have complained the most during these pandemics, the people I know with the biggest houses. Why are yeah. you so, why do you build these big houses you don't like spending time in? Because I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like they just have so much. They don't remember what to value anymore. And when they're like, we're alone, you're not alone. You got a bunch of, especially for like Shannon and, and them, you got a bunch of kids and your husband. And yes, everyone got stressed and it was a really hard time. And the divorce rate did go up. Gina predicted that and it did happen. But it, it it's just like, they're like, we have to get together. I need social interaction. Shannon. You do not, you're good. It's a couple weeks, maybe a month. Some people like myself went almost a year without seeing my family and I didn't see yeah. any friends at all. So, uh, yeah, it is. It's very sad, isn't it? I mean, mm -hmm. um, these people that deny that it's even happening. Certainly we all know people that have passed oh. from it. We know people that have been in the hospital. Um, my girlfriend's boyfriend is came home yesterday and he's doing better, but he, they, he came home with oxygen. And why they moved him out, just my opinion, is they're trying to make bed space for other people. Yeah. You know, it is. It's very sad. 
It's very um, sad. And it's very crazy to just see these women complaining. The only person I oh. really felt, and I think Emily is very cognizant of how she comes off on this show a lot of times. And she's yes. very cognizant of the fact that she is well off. And so she made sure to make it a point to say, I realize we're very lucky. Obviously, it does, you know, depression, all these things that can happen. Oh, gosh, yes. Can affect yes. anybody. And but Yes, it can. Yes, it can. But let's know the real nutcase on this whole show was Shannon. Shannon's no. just losing it. No, Kelly is the nutcase. Elizabeth. Really? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Shannon only because Shannon's just freaking with it. No, you and can... You can have your opinion on it. I'm just saying for me. Okay. Yeah. Because I think, well, Shannon makes everything about herself. So she did that. Everything. But, but you have Kelly and Elizabeth on a big platform like this, basic, basically denying that this is a thing. Flying, yeah. doing their thing. True, true story. Crying. Yeah. You know what? I have to step back. But Shannon's right up there for me. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so it was really interesting to see this like and and uh, there were so many moments that stood out in this episode um i i love that gina i just think that we just need to basically almost fire everybody and keep gina um and keep bronwyn uh, listen i'm gonna stand bronwyn forever now since she is understanding her privilege and jumping on in support yes. of you know once she saw the murder of george floyd she's now you know embracing that okay i might not have been aware of this and i might have lived this privileged life and had blinders yes. on for 43 years but i don't want to be that we're seeing bronwyn get sober at about the worst time you could get sober <laughs> oh i know if you ever need an excuse to go back to your other way of living bronwyn this is it mm -hmm. You know, but good for you, you, you haven't. Bronwyn does come out and say, you know, this is 42 years. I just tuned it out. And I think that's true with a lot of us that it didn't touch. Yes. You know, yeah. if you're really from a really white bread neighborhood and stuff, and, it, and until you really see it, and then your eyes are opened. So I didn't think ill of her for saying that. Um, she was out there marching. I gave her a lot of credit for that. Um, Linda Burke says not is going to tell our fortunes. That's how I felt too. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, We're all going to have a fabulous Christmas, not with loved ones. Sometimes, well, <laughs> sometimes that's better. Um, not you, Nan. I want to be with you, but you know, like you have to see distant family. I get it. No thanks. Uh, so some of I it, is it. The, you know, it's a mixed blessing. The not the pandemic, but the uh, quarantining sometimes. Yes, um, yes. Okay. So, what did you think about Bronwyn coming forward, sharing that she hits her husband, that she's abusive? You know, it doesn't surprise me. I don't know why, but it doesn't surprise me. She's, like you said, they're both codependent. Mm -hmm. um, I just think that now that we know that she's come out as a lesbian. Well, she hasn't come out as a lesbian. She's just come out with a girlfriend. So she could be bi. She oh, okay. could be man. Right. She really, I don't okay. think she's fully, I don't think she's fully uh, said what she is. But I, I, I know what you're saying now that she has come out saying that she's in love with a woman. I think she's, I think she's just opening up to the idea that, I mean, she's lashing out at everyone. And naturally, mm -hmm. your loved ones are going to get it first. Mm -hmm. And with her, it's her husband. Uh, do I do think it's right? That early on in your own sobriety that you were lashing out at loved ones? Cause I don't remember you lashing out at me, but I was 19. Um, but like with your, your marriage? No, no. In fact, I almost walked because I was so afraid that that was going to just change Paul and I, our dynamic. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what we did was party together. 
-hmm. I was so, I just kept saying into my own head, this is your problem, not his. This is your problem, not theirs. This mm. is your problem. You know, so I kept that going in my mind because I heard someone at the at a meeting talk about that, saying nobody wants to be by you when you're preaching, you know, about sobriety. Just mm -hmm. take it within yourself. Try to stay sober. Try to get sober. And don't be pointing fingers. It doesn't That's work. such good advice. It just doesn't work. So sorry, I cut you um, off. Um, so that's all right. The abuse, uh, uh, so she admitted to hitting him, I think, twice. I know. that doesn't. It doesn't surprise me. Um, and she did this while she was drinking. Not that drinking is no. the, you know. She did it, well, oh, maybe once drinking and once sober during the pandemic. Well, him and those necklaces, you know, I'll tell you the truth. I'd like to take a whack at him, but <laughs> that's just me. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think it's it's I think it's very admirable to be vulnerable, but I also think, wow, what if a man had admitted this? Do you know what I mean? Oh, we would yeah. cancel him so quickly. Uh, I would. Um, so I do think it's a very serious thing, and we do see um, spousal abuse from women onto men, and I don't think it's necessarily as. I mean, I don't. It's not as covered. Um, I think true, true. Do you so, think it's easier to walk away when there isn't so much money involved? I mean, I'm sure. I, and, and I, I don't know. I just, I, I guess I, I'm not as familiar with that side of it. I've been on the, not the receiving end, but I've witnessed, um, you know, uh, domestic violence, uh, in our lives and through our family, not our immediate, but we have uh, family members who have went through that while living with us. Absolutely. So Absolutely. There's nothing, there's nothing a, worse. There's nothing yeah, worse at a young age, um, but right. I don't, haven't seen the other side. I definitely have had, I've known of friends or acquaintances who have admitted to uh, as wives or girlfriends hitting the guy. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's a, it's just, it was, it broke my heart when she said the sun saw too. That part yeah. of my heart, but I do give her credit for admitting it um, and putting it out there because people are going to definitely judge that. Oh, um, absolutely. absolutely. But she is showing us everything. I mean, I feel like this is an episode of Intervention. I used to love Intervention on a and &E. I did too. And I, I also too. felt what was like a doctor's show, name? I don't know. They had so Dr. Many. Drew. Was it that one? No, no. Intervention, the show, the television show where they do the yeah. documentary where they're following the people. It's not Dr. Drew. Oh, I, I thought There's you meant Dr. Drew. Mm -mm, I, oh, no. Okay. Intervention. Remember the girl's like, I feel, I feel like I'm walking on sunshine. That oh, was that her. one. Yes. Oh, that was so yeah. sad. I wonder how she is. I, the, I she's doing she's good. I think. Her. Really? No, she was. Yeah, she was sober. But last update I saw. Um. Okay. So, um. sorry, I'm like. I'm lost now. Uh, no, that's all right. We were talking about the Black Lives Matter. We were talking about Bronwyn. When you said, um, I hope she's still with us. I, my mind was like. <laughs> well, you know, she really was out there, you know. Yeah. I mean, and really strung out on the drugs, so. Well, she was strung out on dust off. Yes. She was huffing. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, so um, <laughs> I feel like this uh, show uh, the way they filmed it was it reminded me more of like 90 day fiance, but more like a real 90 day fiance, like a like the almost the the footage. I was seeing people saying and doing things that yes. we don't normally see in the housewives world. Um, you know, Bethy, I think you're right. I think those kids have seen a lot. I know. And that breaks my heart. You know, mm -hmm. um, there's some things that you shouldn't share with your children until they're, 
your age, Jolene. Um, and even after. And even after they're, that, you're not that big on it. Okay. sell their clarinet or want to still bang their dad well into your 60s, don't tell Honey, them. Honey, you got, yeah. I, <laughs> so, um, yes, uh, that it, it was a very intense episode, but it was so interesting for me to see the early stages of COVID Yes. When we all just didn't realize, and I know down the road, there's going to be tons of people making movies and documentaries yeah. about this, but we it just didn't understand how bad this was going to get. No, I mean, we knew it was bad. We knew it was bad, but uh, we weren't COVID deniers, but we didn't know it was going to last this long. We thought no. we would have uh, leadership and things that would be in place that would uh, huh? get <laughs> under control. But yeah, the record scratches okay. and we don't have that. So it it was it was just very interesting to see everyone's different reaction to it. Uh, the toilet paper thing was brought up. Kelly Dodd's traveling like it's no big deal. She's like, I'm not going to let this ruin my life. I need to be around my boyfriend. And then she gets stuck in New York like and, we talked about. And, and she then Elizabeth, does. She and takes Elizabeth, that boyfriend ahead of her daughter. Nobody – who does that? And then Elizabeth Vargas is – um, uh, you know, she's still going through her divorce – stuff and she's still talking about that and the women are realizing now that Bronwyn has more time on her hands and Shannon is just kind of a mean girl um I think whoever compared her to Regina George in this episode was I right loved on. it and was it Emily I think it was Emily I don't know I think it was yeah. Emily that said it it was and great. Emily and Shane I think are being they're be uh, a lot more transparent with their relationship and I like that I like that because I think you can relate to them because yeah you don't always get along and some couples do take little jabs at each other but sometimes they're loving little jabs it's just their dynamic so we're seeing a different side of that but the women are starting to peel back the layers of emily yes. or elizabeth's lie onion and it seems as though yes they don't she just, feel she's being a hundred percent they don't feel close to her at all they don't feel close mm -hmm. to her at all with this because her biggest thing was she was going to go have botox she goes she's this so is what divorce is like you know she starts rubbing these lines who cares you're in a pandemic what part of that aren't you understanding you know this is so uh elizabeth is like yeah like like, like bethy says she's so confusing and she's so she's been rich for so long that i think she's lost um she doesn't she's not in with reality she's crying about millions and crying to her mom regularly. And she's like, I'm going to save the animals, which I love animals for sure. But you can do more with all that money you're getting. Oh, uh, my gosh. Things. She so, just, yeah. I just found her to be annoying. Annoying. Terribly annoying through this. I loved the idea that Shane was vacuuming. That turned me on. I thought that was great. I thought, <laughs> yes, Shane. Yes. You know where a vacuum is. You know how to use it. And then he calls her out and says, there's a lot of crumbs next to your bed. You know, she goes, oh, that's the kids. And then off to the side, she goes, no, that's me. I understand that because I woke up this morning and I'm getting out of bed and I looked down and I said, the hell is that now? And I was having some blueberries with whipped cream, keto friendly, last night. And some of the blueberry juice got on the cream colored sheets and it looked like hell's bells. So anyway, I'll, I'll be shouting that out later today. Um, but I... I eat in bed and people shouldn't. All right. Wanna tough staying out? Shout it out. Lynn Alex says you have to be pretty petty to waste two men on lawyers. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Oh. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. These Most women us, need to calm it down. Yeah, we couldn't even think of that kind of money. I well, mean, I, you oh. do with it to help people. So I hope she's, I hope she's philanthropic. I really do. I hope she is the most philanthropic person um, yeah. because wow, 
Uh, yeah. Um, that's huge. Thank you, I mean, for jumping in. And yes, Jam, I think she's brainwashed from all that money. Oh, know. I think so. I think so. I think you just become a different person. I would like to experience it one time, but I, you know, I probably wouldn't know what to do with that kind of money, except for give it to my daughter and son and their spouses, you know. Thank you. Uh, think thank of all you. the animals. Because I'm never going to have that kind of money. And I sound like I'm really Man, uh, <laughs> Think of all the animals she could have saved with that. Exactly. And and it, don't just wait for the pandemic and things to give. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I know. Well, it's nice that give. she's looking at a charitable, you know, thought in her head. Um, but, oh, Jamie B's telling me, Nana, you can eat any, anywhere you want. But, you know, I, I walk in my sleep and I do that stuff and I go downstairs and I pick Anna. up something and I focus. think, <laughs> I focus, but I know, but I'm just saying, you know, um, I understand the crumbs by, Shane, by that Shane's, yeah. yeah, I understand that. Yeah. We do understand that. It's a good damn thing Paul doesn't vacuum or he'd see all my... He didn't my... even know where the vacuum is. He oh didn't God. even know we had one until he got a boat. And then we don't have the boat anymore. The boat, fishing boat. But anyway, hello, Bonnie. I was in your neighborhood today, Bonnie. I drove by our old house, honey. I just, every once in a while, I just have to. And and I thought, Paul, something's different about the house. What's wrong? He says he took the, the awnings off and it just looks so barren now took great pride in those awnings and I painted them and he fixed them. And now all of a sudden we don't have any, but that's the least of the problems going on in the world. <laughs> I just took a drive by the East side of St. Paul. It was good. Oh, it was nice. And just this random that you're talking about these awnings. And oh, like, I know. We got to do the thing. And you're yeah, like, we uh -huh. are, we are. we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> I think that wig has got you in like hippie high mode. Like you're just like how you're like, let's talk about onyx body. I was, let's talk about I was eating and I got crumbs all over the place. Oh my God. I did go to Target today. I just thought I'd mention that. Oh. Okay. Well, I did. I went to Target because I'm almost out of my patches, my nicotine patches. 40 days today, kids. $360 later, $9 a patch. You're still not smoking? I'm not smoking. No. Heard a little cough and for a minute I was like, no. oh, oh, am no, I going to have no, to no, check no. in? No, you don't have to. I just had a dry throat. After okay. this many years of smoking, you're going to have some residue, baby. But $360. <laughs> um, but I had to get to Target for that because that to me is essential because God knows I need that. Nick, 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 Nick. Anyway, so I'm very excited about that, that I'm not smoking. Proud so then I you, picked Nana. up a couple you know, other things at Target, because that's what you do when you get to Target. If you get out of Target under $100, you haven't been there long enough. Oh, Nana, we are on a time schedule. That's what Bethy asked us, too. Great job, Nana. Thanks, Gina. I know. I normally, just... Nana's killing it. Normally, we can just wander off in the world, but I'm like, okay, tonight we have to stay focused. I know. I'm going to stay focused. With my ADHD and Nana's ADHD, I, I just diagnosed you. I don't have um, that ADHD. I don't even know what it stands for. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I apologize. I you shouldn't. I shouldn't even put you on a time schedule because you're so wonderful and your tangents and stories bring life to this podcast. And you're my best friend, and I love you. And I love you I too. Do. I like Bonnie. A hundred dollars is a cover charge at Target. Yep, that's it, Bonnie. <laughs> I know. I did. I did more. See, I dropped Dad off at Cub, and then he went grocery shopping. Then I went over there to get my my supplies. So anyway. Well, we're proud of you, Nana. And Kiki Kazoo says, Kelly, in my opinion, is the worst. Uh, every season, she gets better. Wait, 
in my opinion, is the worst. Every season she gets better and better. So clueless. And I think uh, an empathetic person, just nasty. I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. That is just, it's so sad to just listen to her and what, I don't know. I just don't understand it. No, because you're not like that, Nana. You think of other people. You're kind. Well, that's what you're supposed to do in this lifetime. That's how I was brought up. You're supposed to care mm -hmm. about other people. And it's not all about you, even though sometimes people um, think about their birthday and they think it's the best day <laughs> in the world. Are you talking about yourself? A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. We have 370 <laughs> days till my birthday again. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, um, Jamie B says busy's going to get naked in 15 minutes. So I'm going to tune in too, kids. Yeah, um, we're, well, that's part of our, our fundraiser. So let's wrap up Orange County. All right. We just, we just overall, did. <laughs> well, overall, I thought it was really good. Um, I liked it. I really did. <laughs> It was the best we've seen. They covered some real issues. We were, I mean, a lot of very t uh, difficult stuff from the pandemic to the murder of George Floyd. Oh, but I yes. thought it was very interesting to see how each housewife was handling these situations. Yes, I loved it too. And when they flashed on Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I looked up, you know, and going, what? And then I saw that all over again in the marching and stuff. I thought, oh, that was just horrid. This 2020, everybody says is the worst year, but it is going to get better. 2021 yeah. will be better. Nana says um, it's going to get better, so it will it get is. better. It well, is. Let's I get mean, into the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which I think also we will get better. What did you All think, right. Nana? Give us those Nana notes. Okay, and I know we're supposed to stay on track, but Shannon is had a COVID test. Stella, her oh, daughter, yes. is positive. She's negative. She made them do the test again. Save oh. the test for someone else. Are you kidding me, Shannon? You got negative results. Wait a few weeks. See if you get anything. See if you have any symptoms. Then go back and ask for another Nana, one. Nana, it's all about Shannon. Oh, it's happening Shannon. to Shannon. It's the worst that's ever happened. Oh. And I walk through that. You know how you listen to the, the story and you're walking through the room and all of a sudden I heard her say, he just went so deep. He went so deep. And I thought, am I still watching? Out. Yeah, all the mucus came out. I thought, oh, Shannon. That's, that's sex. That's <laughs> bullshit. So anyway. He broke um, her mucus plug. Okay, that was, gross. that was gross. But everyone, lucky, lucky you. That. So, so yeah, so Shannon has COVID. She made it about herself. Next she, episode, we're gonna see Shane might have it. Shannon's daughter snuck out. Of course, they snuck out. Shannon's dude left for a minute because she told we have rules in this house, and the kids were like, uh, uh. So yeah, and I don't blame Shannon. I thought that was smart of her to yeah. tell him if you're gonna stay in the house, you're gonna stay in the house. You're not mm -hmm. going to be traipsing out, coming back in, and possibly infecting the rest of the family. That I understood. But the idea that the boyfriend didn't like that, and he took off for a couple of days, and then all of a sudden he's back. It's like, okay, they're not going to last anyway, so let's not get too hung up on him or too close <laughs> to him. All right, Nana, take us into Salt Lake City, lady. We're into Salt Lake City. Mary is being a witch. She invites all these friends over for a luncheon to this fa fancy restaurant. They all have Louis, is it Louis Vuitton? Was it yeah, Louis Vuitton? Yeah, did you say she's being a witch? Yes, I think she's a witch. I do. I, you know, I do. And I feel like a witch tonight in this dark hair and this, but- You would be like the greatest Wicca princess goddess we've ever seen. Ooh, 
Okay, oh, everyone's at this luncheon. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that luncheon. And why did those guys stand behind them? I know one was a cook or a chef and just stare at them when they're fighting. I thought that was a little eerie. And if they're you know? friends, that you know, Mary's like, I don't want Walter or Walter, whatever his name was, to hear this. And she's like, they're yes. my friends too. Well, usually you give your friends a seat. They don't stand behind you and watch you eat. That's not really. I found that really odd. And speaking <laughs> of Walter and Walter, my dad, Walter, we just, I went in and got the mail just a little bit ago, went out there and got the mail. And here's a little, here's a little envelope for my dad. He would have been 101 years old and they're still they sending this. Stuff still? still, still. And so I look at it, it says Walter Tisk and it's, would you like to take a safari? And I just smiled and I went, Oh, he is on a safari. Don't worry oh, about it. So anyway, so grandpa's still getting mail. Uh, Louis Vuitton earbuds. And wasn't it, wasn't it also little purses or something? I don't uh, know. Little it, notebooks, little oh, journals okay. and pens. I thought, so. Wow. You know, so yes, yeah, friends. Is, I get that. This scene is a mess, Nana. Break it down for us. Well, I mean, they're all sitting around. They're going to be open. They're going to talk. And Mary's doing one of these with these her eyes. Like, oh, she just can't believe what is being said. She has got it in so far. I mean, she just, Mary has just been so mean. And I'm forgetting the gal's name. Jen. Um, thank Jen you. Shaw. Jen. And I, she's just being so mean to her. I feel bad for Jen. Heather tries to stick up for her. And then Heather gets, you know, um, taken down to task by Mary. Mary's just being a wench. When she was acting like that, as a friend, wouldn't you have all gotten up and just left, left her alone? I would have. I would have. I would have said, well, I would have taken the Louis Vuitton stuff too, but I wouldn't have left it there. But she was just being so mean throughout this whole episode. She just doesn't get it. She says, oh, she's called me, you know, a grandpa, blah, blah, blah. She keeps and saying grandpa MFR, but no, it was just a grandpa effer. Yeah, yeah, she just added her own, uh, you know, the one that after granddad, <laughs> ouch, ouch, Jamie B, but that's what I meant. That's, that's exactly true. What I meant. That's and true. it's exactly what happened. We, you know, the idea that you can be a person of the cloth and act like the way she's acting. Oh, please. You know, who's going to her church? They have to find some other kind of religion or faith because it's not with Mary and the kind of money she spends on things. No. Well, the worst thing that we found out was, and Mary admitted it, is what she said to Jen about 7-Eleven. If she sees black <gasps> men, or was it just black people in general? No, it was men. Three black men in front of the 7-Eleven. If she and sees black people outside, she won't go in. And yeah. I, and and it's like, what? I, I was dumbfounded. I know. I know. I mean, there are certain... In areas, there are certain convenience stores that you shy away from. Let's be honest. You wouldn't stop there because it's a high crime area. But you wouldn't call high crime area is comes in every color. Yeah. You wouldn't call it out just say because I saw three black men, I wasn't gonna stop and well, that's racist. I mean, that's I straight up straight oh up bigotry. Gosh, yeah. You are a, you are contributing or attributing someone's skin color or race to your fear factor, and that you're assuming and projecting that they are going to harm you or it's dangerous. And I'm just like, okay, Mary, okay, so you as yeah. a black woman somehow. I don't know, maybe you've been in Utah. I don't know who you're hanging out with, but you have some like inner hatred or something's going on for the fact that, and then to call Jen a hoodlum, like, um, 
who brought up Molly brought up in the chat. Yeah. I mean, she's making these very like bigoted statements that have been pointed toward people of color for years. Like it's straight up racist. What she's saying, don't be ghetto hoodlum. Um, and then basically saying she won't go places when she sees black people outside of it I, is. I found that just horrendous. I did. It, it was, it and was, there has been times, you know, you know yourself. There's been times where you've stopped at a convenience store, you know, it's not a good area. But let's just say you need cigarettes and you pull in and I've done this. Yourself. Yes, I'm talking about myself. And I pulled in and I looked around and there was nobody around. I got ran in, got my cigarettes, came back out and there was some young kids. And, you know, that just means get your antenna up. There are some kids coming your way and they're walking pretty fast. And this is when we I didn't live on the east side at that time. We had moved why out. would kids walk in fast? Well, my radar went up. You know how your antenna would go up like this, something's wrong. Okay. Do they maybe? need help? That I thought I was gonna need help. Oh, I thought you meant young kids? Well, teenagers. Oh, I'm teenagers. Lost. Oh, that's okay. I mean, I'm coming out of the store, they're kind of running up like towards my car. Okay, why? Well, that's what I wondered. Well, were why they, was it? Were, well, I really think that they wanted to maybe take my purse or something. And I always remember, you know, Uncle Bill telling us, he was a, my brother-in-law, Jolene's um, godfather. He would say, do something strange. Do something out of the that's ordinary. That's what I just talked about last night. I go like this. I go and walk around. Listen, I'm more afraid. I'm afraid of everybody. Um, I, well, I shouldn't be. I mean, but as you but, get older, you do feel more vulnerable. I'm going to say that. And this is maybe 10 years ago. But when I came out, I started talking to myself really loud. And I, I thought that was, and I said, what in the hell were they thinking? I can't stand this place anymore. And what? it was kind of like they backed out. They backed backed away from me. Well, no, I just thought I would mention that. You okay. know, I've had a lot of things where people have come up to me. You and Bonnie are just, you guys are, um, you guys are, are bigoted against teens because Bonnie said teens are always looking for trouble. Bonnie, I don't think, you know, you know, that 7-Eleven or it used to be a 7-Eleven, then it became a Super America, whatever. But at that time of night, I shouldn't have been over there. I should not have been over there alone. So I'm just saying you do weird things just to, okay. like draw attention away from what they were. Well, planning. everyone's understanding you. And so I'm glad that um, that makes sense. I understand what you're saying. You do have to be weary of people, but it was disturbing to hear Mary say. That, yes, that was so, disturbing. Yes. Okay, that so was. She and maybe that. I could go off a little bit, but it came up into my mind when that was happening. And anybody that's gotten to be a little older, I used to think nothing of getting in the car, running down to Treasure Island Casino by myself. So as you get older, it is a bigger deal. It's yeah, totally huge, a bigger deal. Huge. And like Coco saying, Mary is, has issues and is discriminatory. Black people can't be racist. There is no societal system that upholds black privilege to the extent that it harms other races, can discriminate and hate. Though that's totally true because race plus power equals racism. So she can be bigoted. She can be all those things, but technically not holding the power in society, not being the majority. She really can't in the true definition of, of racism. Thank you, Coco, so much because that is 
is very true. true. But yes, she's definitely true. perpetuating these um, stereotypes and this kind of bigotry yes. that I think she wants to feel as though she's above and it doesn't make any sense. And it really hurt Jen because Jen's husband is black. Jen has black children. Jen herself, people in Utah didn't know. They felt like she was ethnically ambiguous. So she feels as though they just put her in a category and we're like, okay, you know, um, we yes. just assume you're black. And I think to anybody, you don't have to have black children. You don't have to um, have a black husband to be appalled by what Mary was saying and that she doubled down and was like, yes, I did. Yes, I do say that. Yes, I do feel that way. And Mary just kept digging herself deeper and deeper to the point where everyone, even though Jen was being loud and was drunk before and did call her a grandpa effer, they still were going on Jen's side because that's how ridiculous Mary sounded. Yes, absolutely. Like I said, had one of my friends been sitting at that luncheon and was getting targeted by Mary, I would have taken my Louis Vuitton and gone home. Mm -hmm. I would have gotten up and left and that would have said a lot to her. Instead, they all looked a little sheepish and started looking around and Heather got, I mean, she just got taken down and yeah. Heather kind, of, kind of sat back like, oh. Heather was actually think? trying to mediate it. I thought she was doing a good job. And then Merid, or not, was it Meredith? No, um, the other one who looks like Lisa? Meredith, but she's not Lisa. Yes, yeah. she was She was just kind of like, I can't believe that this was said and that was said. So Jen yeah. storms off, then she comes back, then it ends badly again, and she storms back off. I don't know if she took her Louis Vuitton uh, earpods. Okay, so she didn't. No, she did not. She, it, because I, Mary said, grab that Louis Vuitton, grab that. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, that was, yes. tacky. That was tacky. That was super tacky. You know, I mean, and, and she's giving away money people had given to the church. That's all she's doing. So she's not giving anybody anything. She's just funneling her money from her church through these things. So, yeah, I don't think much of her at all. Yes. Um, okay. So, but we did get to see a good side of, I thought Jen and her husband's relationship, the way Jen deals with her or, or Jen's husband deals with her and she deals with him. I think they have a very nice thing going on. I He's know. Very, isn't, I know. Isn't he, attractive? Isn't he yeah. an attractive man? Yes. And compared to Mary and her husband, then she goes and then all of a sudden marries the victim and everybody hates oh. me. And it's like, you kind of just made yourself that. So That's right. yeah. Yeah. Um, Mary is trash. She is. This is interesting. Coco saying Mary's a colorist. Uh, it looks like she bleached her skin too. I don't know. Yeah. It's. Uh, oh, I never, yeah. I guess I never thought that. She's so but theatrical. We see her in her church, how theatrical she is. And it's ridiculous. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I would have a really hard time going to her church and getting anything out of it. Um, I'd feel like I was being fleeced, you know, like yeah. all she's there for is the money. Okay. Mm -hmm. It does. It seems like that. Um, and then we see Meredith and her husband not going well. He comes back into town, wants to move oh. to Ohio. She's like, I'm not going to do it. Then he takes off and they do have a kiss, but mm -mm, yeah, and she grabs know. his hand when he gets in the car. Mm -hmm. And then I mean, it was very, it was very hard for me to watch him cry. Really? You know, he was upset. Yeah. I had a hard time with that. Mm -hmm. I rarely have seen men cry in my life. Do I think oh, they really? should? Yeah, I've I seen a lot of dudes cry. I make dudes cry, Nana. I make I make boys cry. <laughs> I know. I think that would have been a great song. I make boys cry. That's it. That is the uh, song. <laughs> yeah. All that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So Meredith, you're right, Jamie. Meredith is very stiff and stale. Um, we see yeah. that upcoming um 
they're going to have a fashion show and it looks like uh, her husband, Brooke, or her husband, <laughs> her son, that was a slip. Her what? son, Brooks, who's acting as if he's her husband being, you know, a support system, I guess. That's still creepy to say, um, is going to be in this fashion show. Um, and yeah. we saw Heather and her kids and her daughter and how she's kind of pushing away from the Mormon church and allowing her daughter to have a boyfriend and all these things that normally right. Mormons right. wouldn't do. That's so I know because they're is it somewhat like I'm a Baptist where they can't play cards, they can't drink, they can't, you know. Well, I don't know if that's true for all Baptists. I think there's oh, certain okay. kinds of like the strictness. I don't know because I know that our cousin went to a Baptist type college and they couldn't oh, dance right. and stuff. That's but I don't right. think that's true for all Baptists. Yeah. I think it depends, you know. But um I think um someone just had said you just popped it up that Mary will um, rob you black. Robbie yeah. Blind, yeah. yeah. She no, should just yeah. have a she should just have a mask on just uh you know and a little so if Mary's worried about people outside of 7 Eleven, if she's married uh, uh Mary, if she's worried about black people outside of um 7 Eleven, she shouldn't be because technically these, you know, a lot of these churches are stealing way more money than any individual I've ever met in my life, met no matter what race, color. Okay. Uh, You're right. So... And Pam is saying Southern Baptists are strict. But mm -hmm. um yeah, see, I just remember people saying that you couldn't dance, you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. Well, you know, that's life. I mean, yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. But I mean, that's whatever. That's what people uh, choose. Okay, um, I gotta wrap it up soon, you guys. Oh, all just right, I gotta go do this thing. I'm sorry, Nana. I feel bad that I kind oh, of. I do um, too. I went through all this trouble getting this hair together. I knew this. What do you think? Banks or no banks? This Scorpio wasn't going to let it go. She was not going to let it go. Um, but yeah, the I overall like episode, I think we saw some different sides of Heather. We saw some different sides of Jen. Jen basically was like, I say the things you don't want to say. And the whole fight started because Mary's like, you don't say what I want to say. And then they went oh. back and forth. And then she said, don't get ghetto. And Jen's like, don't get ghetto. And Jen kind of put two and two together after all these things Mary had said that these are very problematic things for her to be yes. saying. Meredith and her husband are having issues. Obviously, they're on on a break. They're separated, oh, whatever that is. Not, and, and they're saying she's not into him. Romel's saying that. That's true. Not into no. him at all. And then um, we have Lisa. And Lisa had a little bit with her husband this episode. Um, and I'm trying to think who else had. Oh, we did see a lot with um, what's... Uh, is it what that's not Wendy what Whitney her dad and his sobriety and yes. how he was checking himself back into sober living which was a good thing and then she also met up with her brother and we learned more about the dynamics of Whitney's yeah, uh, I like the brother siblings. well yeah I mean they she has you know the the mom had some kids before the dad had some kids before and then they had her and her sister together and then when they separated right. so she seems to have a good relationship um it you know uh yeah. I think that would be tough. I I do. A blended family, I don't think it, it's never like the Brady Bunch. You know, it just isn't. It is but what is? Never like the Brady Bunch. It just I'm, isn't. That's a television show. <laughs> but my life is a television show, honey. This is how I've learned things throughout my life. Please oh, yeah. hit the like on the way out. Thank you, Denise. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you and guys so much. And thank you for listening to our condensed version of the Married to Bravo podcast. Now, don't uh, hesitate to join me over on Busy Blue's channel. We are going to be uh, raising money. Busy Blue is going to be taking off clothes, I hear. And uh, wow, my husband, Chell, just got excited. Um, and then <laughs> uh, the hot sauce challenge, I think we're doing some kind of hot sauce challenge thing. Hopefully, oh, Nana. Okay. We'll be right. in the comments so you guys can talk more to Nana if Nana st stays up and goes in the comments. Yeah, well, I had just made stuff on my air fryer. 
I got oh, yum yum. Yeah. What'd you make? Salmon and asparagus, and then I made a dill sauce. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, Jen's husband continues to live in her phone. Like, you know who he does, but I like Jen's husband. I don't know. I feel like there's real love there. Eh, I don't know. I, I can never tell with these damn housewives. Jen's I can never husband. tell. Hmm. Jen Shaw's husband, the yeah, football coach. Yeah. Oh, I like him. Yeah, I like had, him. I was, you're like, yeah, eh. I was like, we just yeah. got them saying no, we like. <laughs> I, get, I get people mixed up all the time. I even write their name on top of the page. Like get with it, Nana. <laughs> so anyway so anyways you guys so sorry sorry to cut you off nana and sorry to cut you guys off but we'll be back we're gonna be back monday with more 90 day with nana and that's that about that nana i miss you i love you and i had so much fun talking to you and i miss you i love you too and i'm just gonna send it right into your account okay so oh to uh i'll yeah. transfer it into that's Chell, right. you look Chell is laughing hi Shelly. hi honey nana do you like this good? do you like this Shelly? do you like this look he says, oh, "Why did you God. say Chell? Chell says he's too old for you, um, but you're a hot babe, honey. Yeah. There shouldn't be an age difference, only with um, Mary and her grandpa. And her, anyway. and her grandpa. So have a happy Friday, hey, you out, grandpa. Everybody. Thank you, thank yeah. you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Have a happy Friday, you grandpa effers. Bye." <laughs>